0: Next, we welcome back Ms. Annette Baudier, marine biologist and founder of Ferros en Puerto, the first animal welfare organization in Oaxaca, Mexico.
1: Good evening. Hello. Good evening. Hola. Hola. Nice to meet you, finally.
2: Nice to meet you.
1: I have a question for you. It's... um. Basically, people care about what affects them personally or their immediate families. Saving the planet seems to be an abstract concept and it feels as if we almost have to wait for a disaster to happen to wake people up. Short of that happening, what can we do to give great encouragement to people to think beyond themselves?
2: Good question. Good question. Yes. Bonus, Thales. Signorita Bodia. Thank you for your very important question. And I truly understand what you mean. That saving the planet could seem an abstract idea, yes. But even though some of the signs of the global warming are more subtle, like species becoming extinct in places you and I cannot see. There are other signs many that are really very real and sadly much easier to measure, some that have been predicted with certainty by scientists, including uh, increased heat waves, drought, storms, and spread of human illness. All of these are occurring to different degrees across the globe. But uh, to address your concern more directly, we can discuss the effect on Mexico né? now, because we are in Mexico only. yes. So one of the worst and most immediately relevant conditions is drought in your country. Mexico City's Mayor Marcelo Ebrard recently stated, that climate change is the cause of these prolonged dry conditions, with experts saying that this drought is the worst your country has seen in 50 years. Potentially 70% of the Mexican people are now facing a great risk of water shortage in 10 Mexico City boroughs. Plus 11 other surrounding municipalities, families are being subjected to water rationing as the dams supplying the area's water are at their lowest level in 60 years. Meanwhile, your country's growers are reporting crop losses of uh, over 1 billion US dollars, with some saying that this could lead to a food crisis. These are, without doubt, very real and direct impacts on the lives of individuals and families. And by the way, though it is unfortunate to be personally affected, the only good thing might be that it is effective in awakening us to take action. Speaking of disasters in particular, The rising intensity and frequency of storms comes from the warming of the ocean, which changes weather patterns. This past decade saw several such devastating events, like Hurricane Mitch in 1998, which took the lives of nearly 20,000 of Central American brethren, as well as Mexican fellow citizens. The following year, Tabasco State in the south of your country suffered from flash flooding that caused over 600 fatalities in 2007. The southern region once again endured storms and flooding, with hundreds of lives lost and hundreds of thousands affected. So... Climate change is not an abstract concept at all. It is here and now affecting our neighbors, affecting us and more and more next. Children will suffer, mothers and fathers will suffer upon suddenly losing their livelihoods, losing their loved ones, losing their dignity and happiness, and all might vanish overnight. Mexico has also been particularly affected by desertification, which you know, due in part uh, to her arid climate, as well as what experts report is the effect of excessive cattle-raising and associated irrigation. In 2003, United Nations Secretary General Kofi Annan noted, that 70% of the land in Mexico was already vulnerable to desertification, a situation that he said was causing up to 900,000 of your fellow countrymen to have to leave their homes every year. I repeat, it caused up to 900,000 of your fellow countrymen to have to leave their homes every year, with many going to seek better livelihoods in the United States if they can find it. This astonishing number of nearly one million Mexican people per year came from a Mexican government report. Yeah, I'm not making it up. It comes from your government report, which stated that soil conditions were too parched for citizens to support themselves and their families. Another study conducted last year found additional desertification, particularly in Oaxaca State. So it could really be said very regrettably, that your people are among the many today who must cope with the real and harsh status of climate refugee. These are just a few examples of how climate change is already taking its toy on the Mexican people. It's real, madam. It's intensifying. It's not abstract. And please remember, the number one cause behind it all is animal agriculture. People have to be informed fast. Besides the adverse effects that livestock production has on the planet, the consumption of meat is also destructive to our health. We can nowadays look up on the Internet and find all this information, easily available. If not, we have our website www.SupremeMasterTV.com It's uh, all free of charge, all the information we collect for people to inform themselves. We are talking about the health of individuals and their loved ones, another personal way that lives are affected. Meat and dairy consumption are known to lead to obesity, heart disease, high blood pressure, strokes, cancer, and etc. etc. These diseases are also far more prevalent among meat eaters, leading to inevitable suffering and early death. Furthermore, the cruelty of the meat industry brings another type of disease: foodborne bacterial infection, due to the extremely filthy and hygienic conditions of the meat processing plants that the uh, excrement of the animals is not clean and remains on the flesh through processing. This results in potentially deadly diseases such as by E. coli salmonella and Campylobacter, as have been reported worldwide, and another health crisis that has been born through livestock is swine flu, as you know it, affecting countless of your citizens. This pandemic is having a relentless lethal impact on worldwide citizens with more infections, more hospitalizations, more lost loved ones. As many as 12,000 have died since April, according to official reports. And out of these, I'm sorry to say that Mexico has lost more than 450 people, the fifth highest fatalities in the world, and the trend continues. This is very sad, madam. Scientists have explained that the swine flu virus was bred and then mutated to a human transmissible form in livestock facilities. Their atrociously filthy, dark, cramped, damp conditions make them more like uh, breeding farms for flu viruses, not a farm for animals. Sorry, it's very sad. Therefore, it is the livestock industry that causes pandemics and, as we already said, is the major cause of global warming. The more pig and poultry farms that exist, the higher their numbers and concentration, the sooner the arrival of the next deadly pandemic and the next one might make the present swine flu seem like nothing in comparison. So there is no question that livestock production is breaking up our society, killing our people and the planet, and terrifying our families. How are we swallowing all this pain and grief? It's hard to fathom. So we can see Signorita Boria, That picture of our plight is not abstract at all but it's our very, very life experiences at stake. Our health, livelihood, homes, education, even the peace with our neighbors can cave into conflict when things like water or land become scarce. These are already happening around us. However, the good news is that the way to end all this is truly even more real and quickly manifested than the problem itself because each and every person can do something significant to stop global warming. And you know already what that is, right? Yeah. The vegan diet. And here I say vegan rather than vegetarian, because we also need to eliminate the eggs, dairy, and fish industry. These products are all part of the inhumane cruelty to the animals, and the greenhouse gas production of the livestock industry that is destroying our planet. We can inform the people of all this. The government should inform people of all this so that they can see that their lives and the lives of their loved ones are on the line due to climate change and livestock production. So even if they can only think for themselves and their loved ones, They still need to take fast, preventive actions now to protect their children and families by turning to vegan diet. But you see, we are not just victims. We are also the rescuers. And part of the solution, if we stop the meat eating, we stop the animal consumption. We must all be vegan. There's no other solution. I'm sorry. And the more people do so, the more it becomes like a popular trend so in that way, it's also easier for people to think beyond themselves when they see the positive results of changing. You are welcome, like everyone else, to go to SupremeMasterTV.com SOS for more details, all free of charge and free of condition. All the information there is available for you and anyone to share. The main thing is switch away from it X dairy fish, meal by meal, day by day. And we will be living in a vegan paradise in no time. Thank you, Senorita Boria, and God bless your efforts and for you being a vegetarian. Thank you.
0: Many thanks, Green Master Ching Hai, for reminding us that we are not distant from the global warning, that it's affecting each of us Intimately and personally and thank you for reminding us that we can be stop being part of the problem and immediately start being part of the solution And thank you, Ms. Baudier for your gentle question. Next we have questions from Mr. Edgar Espinosa Cisneros A vegetarian and environmental geographer also specializing in bioethics, particularly the relationship between humans and non-human animals
3: Hello, Master Tinghai.
2: Hello
3: It's a pleasure to meet you, even even if it is uh, via video conference.
2: Pleasure is mine.
3: (laughs) Um, Thank you. My first question is, um, how do you think that we can face up to the big corporate interests involved in the meat meat industry, which are usually against what you have said is true, and which also have a lot of resources for lobbying? And my second question is, um, in some cases, just spreading the message of the need to adopt a vegan diet is not enough, to change people's dietary habits. So, what do you think is the most effective way to reach out to people to become vegan and why? Thank you.
2: Ah, good question. Buenas tardes, Sr. Espinosa, Cineros. <laughs> it is true, it is true what you said. It's correct what you said. It's true that the big companies and lobbies are powerful. But we are more powerful. We are more than them. We are more in number. It has been well hidden from our view the truth about the cruelty and damages of animal grazing to our health and our planet. And the products that come out of the factories destroy our health in many ways, like type 2 diabetes, which, by the way, is the number one cause of death in Mexico. Obesity, cancer, etc., etc. The list goes on. But even though the corporate entities are politically powerful, we have many effective tools to achieve what we need. That is, animal-free food production and animal-free consumption. And no one can prevent us doing what's right for our lives and that of our planet. We just stopped using, eating, Buying animal products, then these corporations just disappear in no time. So the power is in our hands. Some people might think that we should sue the livestock companies. A New York Times journalist once wrote that people should sue because there is scientific evidence that meat causes death. Actually, every year there are many families who sue meat companies because their children were killed or got extremely ill or paralyzed due to E. coli and other foodborne illnesses from eating hamburger, for example. And one group of obese people who had eaten fast food for many years also made a lawsuit against fast food companies for knowingly serving harmful food, like meat. Similarly. Tobacco companies were also sued for causing the death of their customers. And they won. But I don't advise, I don't (laughs) condone this practice. We don't want to take the time to go to court. We don't have time also. We are running out of time. We just stop using animal products. That is sufficient. And please, please, bear in mind to be fair and honest that also the meat companies themselves might not even be aware of the meat's harm on humans and the planet. They might not be aware. Besides, we, the ordinary consumers, exercise the most powerful vote simply by boycotting meat and all the animal products and becoming vegans. There would be no need to continue the life-threatening practice of animal racing if we all, Became vegan. To give an example of how powerful consumers are, the pork industry in the US has lost 5.4 billion US dollars since 2007. Company after major company is declaring bankruptcy right now. So they are asking for help from the government. Which ended up buying their unwanted pork products from the farmers for 105 million U.S. dollars in 2009. For example, the reasons that the powerful pork industry is struggling are: number one, high cost of feed grains, and number two, the consumers are not buying their products as much anymore since the swine flu outbreak. Imagine if no one eats meat, no one would ever kill these animals for a living. That would be more powerful than the company's lobbying. Don't you think so? Yes or no? Yes. 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 Everybody, yes? See? Sí? See. Sí. Right. Gracias. 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 Yeah, we have the power, huh? <laughs> the animal company only have power because we give them the power. We share our power with them. We buy their product so they have the power. But if we stop buying it, they gone. See that? How powerful we can be. The ordinary people. It's true that the big companies and lobbies are powerful. But we are more powerful. We are more than them. We are more in number. We just stop using, eating, buying animal products. Then these corporate will just disappear in no time. So the power is in our hands. Now, another way we can win over the animal industry is to promote organic uh, vegan farming to replace animal agriculture. Mr. Howard Lehman, who was a fourth-generation cattle rancher, was one of the first to develop his ranch into a factory farm business. But after seeing the huge damages to the environment, the animal cruelty, and his own life-threatening health problems due to meat consumption. He quit. He changed. He became vegan, lost 130 pounds, and thus saved his life, and has become a high-energy, charismatic advocate for organic vegan farming and the vegan diet himself. He calls himself a hardcore vegan, who knows that no animal has to die for him to live. He is a very, very inspiring individual. Uh, there's another farmer, you know, who had a concentrated pig farm, and his business wasn't even doing well at all. After rediscovering his true love for the intelligent, loving pigs that he had been suppressing in his heart since childhood, he quit his farm. He quit his animal farm. He switched to growing organic vegetables and did much better financially than before when he was still selling pigs. And as a hobby, he brought his now pet pigs to schools to show children how wonderful the pigs are. And yet, we have another farmer, pig farmer, now runs his own delivery company of organic vegetables. These are just a few examples of livestock farmers who choose to go into the vegan or organic vegan business from the U.S. to Iran to Vietnam to Taiwan. They changed because they had gotten new information, sometimes from other people, that there are better ways to be a farmer, a true farmer, who grows life-sustaining products and works in harmony with the land we too can be the ones who inform who talks to the animal farmers one by one about the harms of meat and the benefits of organic vegan we can do that some of them may already want to change to organic vegan farming uh, but maybe they don't know how as the international demand is growing now for organic vegan food. I myself heard that a comprehensive national organic program has been uh, developed in Mexico, in your country. I am also happy to hear of these newly turned compassionate farmers because... If they remain meat farmers in the afterlife, they would not be in a good place at all. They would be in a very terrible, horrible, frightening place, which we might call hell. So I hope the people in the meat industry know this and save their souls. But please, Senor Cisneros, we have the reason to be encouraged. You see, there is a growing mighty league of people and organizations who are campaigning for the interests of all humans and the animals in their own diverse ways. Some of these advocates, whether for health, for the planet, for compassion, or for all these, are, for example, best-selling author John Robbins, Dr. T. Colin Campbell, and Kathy Freston. These are famous, successful people. Hollywood actors James Cromwell and Daryl Hannah, famed Bito founder Sir Paul McCartney, the famous scientist Dr. Jane Goodall, chair of the UN Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change and Nobel Peace Prize laureate Dr. Rajendra Pachori government leaders like European Parliament Vice President Mr. Edward Macmillan Scott, Maneka Gandhi of India's Parliament, Dennis Kucinich of the U.S. Congress, active organizations like Physicians Committee of Responsible Medicine in the U.S., the People for the Ethical Treatment of Animals, PETA, Human Society of the United States, and so on as ones who have helped to awaken countless people to the reality so that they can change their lifestyle for the better. These are the true pioneers of the fields and rightful stars and heroes of our time. Finally, everyone should also know that climate change will spare no one. If we don't change, we won't have a planet left then everyone from rich and powerful to poor, leaders to citizens, humans to animal, all will be gone, disappear. Do we want this state for our planet? Please tell me yes or no.
0: No. No, we do not.
1: No.
2: No. Gracias. Me neither. I don't want it. I want to save my planet. <laughs> no safe box full of money, no big bank, no other lobbying in the world can save anyone at all if the planet's gone. So this isn't for the interest of myself or any particular group. This is in the best interest of our humankind and the whole planet's survival. Ah. I want you to have a big applaud for all the heroes that I have listed above. To thank them and... We help them to continue, uh, encourage them to continue. Now, your second question. Please be informed that there are many successful ways to encourage or assist people to adopt the vegan lifestyle. Aside from spreading flyers about all uh, the benefit of the vegan diet, be it health, environmental, and spiritual benefits. There are other effective ways. Uh, As the saying goes, the way to a person's heart is through the belly. So many people nowadays are very interested in becoming vegetarian or vegan, but they don't know how because they never cooked them before. But actually, it's very simple. Replace the piece of meat with a piece of vegetarian uh, protein. And it's the same, cook the same like before. But we can show them, you see, by teaching people how to cook vegan dishes or open more vegan restaurants to make money for yourself and to help people adopt to the new diet and make it convenient for people to change. Since a long time ago, I have also encouraged our association members to offer veggie cooking classes to the public to show people that vegan dishes are superb in taste excellent in nutrition, and satisfying to the stomach. And of course, it does wonders for our conscience. More recently, as time is really running out, I ask my people to go all out as much as possible to spread the benefits and the know-how of the vegan diet, like opening vegan restaurants, restaurants, I also had the idea of a chain of vegan restaurants that would serve fast, tasty, nutritious vegan dishes called Loving Hood. And it did came to fruition. There are many of them now, more than 90 uh, in many different countries. Loving Hood restaurants are opened, from Taiwan to France to the United States to Australia. They open in busy places like shopping centers and main intersections. Uh, people can open vegan restaurants also, everyone. And every time a new location opens, customers are also happy and say that if they could eat this kind of food every day, they would be vegan in no time, no problem. Families like it, parents like it, their children like it and because it's healthy. Business people like it because it's tasty and convenient. Students love it because it's affordable and gives them energy, etc., They don't go for it necessarily because it's vegan, but because they really think it's just normal, great food. Or, as the customers young and old report, even better than meat. So by making vegan cuisine and products more accessible to people, it becomes a real alternative. We can open a vegan shop vegan restaurant, etc., yeah? And many of our association members also set up vegan product companies, vegan cafes, vegan trailers, vegan food carts, and I also suggest that they could sell simple vegan food daily, or on the weekends on the streets or near schools to spread the trend. And these have had a lot of success. Even the small-scale enterprises were successful meaning they simply cook a big batch of vegetable buns or sushi, for example, on the weekend, and go out and sell them, and they sell more and more all the time. People love it, saying they can't believe it's meat-free, yet so delicious. So the more familiar and positive people feel about vegan food eating, the more easily they could switch to this lifestyle. We can help make it easy for others introduce them to the veggie meat protein food alternatives and tell them where they can buy it. We have more information on the Internet and on our website also, www.suprememastertv.com. Uh, for example, at their local supermarket nowadays, there are many choices of all kinds of veggie beef, pork, shrimps or tuna, soy milk, soy ice cream, vegan mayonnaise, even. Even tofu can be so flavorful and versatile if you know the right tips on how to cook it. So to help people transition to the vegan diet, I also made a short and easy program they can follow. It's called How to Veg for starters, and it's very simple. One, veg before you shop, mean, eating vegan food before you shop so you don't feel hungry when you're in the supermarket. Two, go straight to the veg section of the supermarket. Three, get veg recipes from Internet or from friends or from a vegan organization. So many on the Internet, you can never run out of it. You can also download free recipes and cooking shows, international cooking shows, from SupremeMasterTV.com slash VEG. Number four, make supportive new veg friends. Number five, get info about veg benefits. Number six, spread the veg trend. Number seven, feel like a saint. Isn't that a nice lifestyle? (laughs) So we make it a positive and fun new trend for people. Show them the great food, tell them all the countless and immediate benefits for their health and happiness and to save the planet for their children. Many of them will welcome this approach. Thank you, Mr. Sineros, for caring and doing your part as a vegetarian. God bless you. Thank you. And I wish you all the success in this endeavor to introduce the rest to others.
4: Thank
2: you. You're welcome. You.
5: Many, many thanks, Supreme Master Ching Hai, for your most loving answer. And thank you, Mr. Edgar Espinosa, for your insightful question.
0: Next, we will read a question that has been forwarded from Peru by Mr. Pedro Alemant, vegan, musician, and animal activist. Mr. Alemant writes, People,
5: enjoy them with dogs and cats, and they always talk about respecting them. However, People eat other animals.
2: What is your opinion about this? Hello, senor Alemán. First, gracias, pose vegano. <laughs> I would like also to know how people can have the heart to eat the moving, living, sentient, intelligent, loving creatures cows, pigs, chickens fish, etc., are no different from our beloved animal companions. Perhaps people would do differently if they could just see their piece of meat for what it is, as real beings who had a strong will to live in dignity but had to die in anguish. There are many stories in the news about cows who run away to escape. Being slaughtered. They even run to the police station for refuge. You know that. There was one such case of a cow who was seen in the streets of New York City, even because he escaped. And one of the animal control staff was so moved by the cow's plight that she said, until now, she never made the connection that this sweet, innocent cow with a face with a will to live, would become her ground beef or her beefsteak. She said this realization hurt her heart, and she vowed that she and her family would be saving some more lives, like this cow's life. She became vegetarian on the spot. This cow was no different, nor special, compared to the rest of the thousands of her kind, murder every day for meat. But just by seeing her as an individual, that she is a living, breathing, feeling creature, person's heart could change. So all it takes is a change in the way we see these animals, and for many of us, our compassion would awaken naturally. It's just that mostly all the farms, The animals that are suffering the agony are hidden from our view. We only see the neatly packaged product that don't resemble who it originally was or where it has originally come from. If people can just understand other animals as being exactly the same as our dogs and cats and horses and birds, they will change. The so-called farm animals are same as our so-called pet animals, same in emotions, same in intelligence, or more even. Same in loving quality, same in attachment and loyalty, same in playfulness and love of life. For example, many researchers say that pigs are more intelligent than dogs in some ways and more intelligent than a three-year-old human child. Can you imagine killing a three-year-old human child with intelligence and feeling to eat? The pigs are more intelligent than a three-year-old human child. We cannot kill the pig to eat. That's very cruel, very gross, very unacceptable. But because people are so misinformed, that's why we do what we do. But from now on, If we are informed and if we want to save the planet, we have to stop killing any animals at all. People who live with chickens often report that each one has a distinct personality. Dr. Leslie Rogers and Dr. Chris Evans of Australia each separately found that chickens are not only very socially complex, but they are as mentally capable as monkeys. And monkeys are very intelligent, we all know that. Both chickens and sheep can recognize and remember the faces of dozens of others of their kind just by seeing pictures of their faces. Even fish are incredibly intelligent and sensitive. Israeli scientists taught some fish to get food from listening to a particular sound, and after five months they still remember what they learned. Imagine! And this is not to talk about the tremendous invisible benefits these animals could bring to humans' lives and homes, even the fish. Mother cows, when their babies are sold off to another farm, are known to go through all odds to break out of their own farms and travel sometimes 30 miles in unfamiliar land to be reunited with their child. And we eat the cow? who has such a love, such intelligence? If we know this, we can't, just because we did not know. People can find out more about the animals they eat if they dare to open their hearts by books or by visiting Animal Sanctuary or they can watch our program on SupremeMasterTV.com slash AW for Animal World, our co-inhabitants which has many interesting programs that reintroduces us to our fellow animal friends. You can tell people all this, so they will change themselves. We have lived so long with them on this planet. It's about time that we should get to know them, make friends with them, for the wonderful, respected, and noble beings that they are. Thank you for being concerned. God bless you.
5: Thank you. Thank you, Master, so much for your wonderful answer and full of love. And Mr. Pedro Aleman in Peru, we appreciate your caring question.
6: Some of the benefits of a vegetarian diet lowers blood pressure, lowers cholesterol levels, reduces type 2 diabetes, prevents stroke conditions, reverses atherosclerosis, reduces heart disease risk 50%, reduces heart surgery risk 80%, prevents many forms of cancer stronger immune system, increases life expectancy up to 15 years, higher IQ, saves 70% of the total cost of 40 trillion U.S. dollars for reducing global warming, uses 4.5 times less land to grow food, conserves up to 70% clean water, saves 80% of the cleared Amazonian rainforest from animal grazing, a solution for world hunger. Free up 3.4 billion hectares of land. Free up 760 million tons of grain every year. Half the world's grain supply. Consumes one-third fossil fuels of those used for meat production. Reduces pollution from untreated animal waste. Maintains cleaner air. Saves 4.5 tons of emissions per U.S. household per year. Stop 80% of global warming. Plus more.
0: And the last question is from Mr. Mauro Alberto Torres Valadez, a vegan and distributor of cultural books in Mexico City.
7: Buenas tardes, maestra. Buenas tardes. Muy honrado tardes. en saludarla, maestra. Cuando nos volvemos más y más espirituales y comprendemos que todos los seres son hijos de Dios, podemos comunicarnos con ellos. Algunas almas son lo suficientemente afortunadas para comunicarse con los animales y las plantas. Podemos también comunicarnos con las fuerzas de la naturaleza. Y si es así, ¿cómo podemos desarrollar esa habilidad de hablar con el agua, la tierra, el viento, el fuego, etcétera? ¿También podemos hablar con los tornados y huracanes y poder detenerlos? ¿Podemos también hablarles a las almas de los consumidores de carne en un nivel espiritual y pedirles que cambien?
2: Sí, very interesting question, señor Torres Valariz. ¿Cómo está, señor?
7: Bien, maestra, muy honrado de saludarla.
2: Muy bien. Good question. Uh, buena pregunta? Yes. <laughs> you are right, Señor. We can communicate with other beings through developing our spiritual connection with the universe. The elements of nature are not lifeless inner things. Many of the forms in nature are manifestations of great divine consciousness, such as the mountains, the seas, the rivers, the planets, the sun, the stars, etc. They are animating love and benevolent quality to benefit other creatures on this planet. We can talk with them and hear them speak to us if our level of consciousness is developed enough. Actually, we are all connected with every being in the universe. So everything we do, say, and think affects the atmosphere and those around us. We already are talking through the vibration that we send out every day, the positive or negative energy that we emit. Because we are also made of vibrations and energy, a very simple example is that we know our mind affects our body's health. If we think too many negative thoughts or have an angry or worrying attitude, we get headaches, high blood pressure, sometimes pain in the neck, we say, yes, and ulcers in the stomach. Now, uh, some scientists have discovered that our mind can also influence others' physical health as well. Imagine that. So, for example, there are many studies on hospital patients with heart disease on AIDS etc. Some people were asked to pray for a group of these hospital patients without the patient knowing, and researchers call it healing intentions. And the health of the patients who were prayed for improved much more than the group of patients who were not prayed for. Other studies found this effect also on plants and biochemicals in test tubes, they physically responded differently to people's thoughts. That's why the Buddhist teaching say to keep pure thoughts, speech and actions. That's why Jesus Christ said do not judge so that you may not be judged. Do unto others as you would have others do unto you. Because our intention alone provokes a reaction, as you suggested. It would be nice to talk to the souls of meat-eaters and ask them to change. However, as pure as the human soul is, it has been covered by too much dust, that is, our habits and misinformation that we collected over our lifetime, or over many lifetimes, actually, if we can see uh, back to the past lives. In fact, under some special circumstances or hypnotism, people can see their past lives as well and prove it. On top of that, we eat meat, a heavy, violent, suffering-filled substance that has blocked our ability to communicate with each other telepathically, with each other even, from human to human. That is why we still need to provide physical information and use spoken words and written language for people to process the truth. People mostly are good people. It's just that they are too busy to even stop and think about where their food comes from and how it affects them and their planet, much less think about how the meat-producing process is endangering their lives and their only planet. So we can pray inside that the people will change, but it is also important for us to translate our noble intention into tangible actions, to change people's minds and their hearts. As for talking with tornadoes and hurricanes, we must understand that such natural disasters are the consequence of the negative energy in our atmosphere. And this negative energy in our atmosphere is created by our feelings, our thoughts and actions of either hatred, violence, and of killing so many humans and innocent animal lives. Even if we managed to talk to one of them and to stop one storm, how can we stop the next and the next? If we don't change our disaster breeding provoking way, then disaster will never end. I'm also in tears whenever there is a natural disaster anywhere in the world. My heart aches for the suffering of the people. I feel what they feel, and I'm very, very much saddened. But uh, we can only stop the disaster once and for all by tackling the root problem, that is, by stopping the killing of human and mass murdering of innocent animal lives. Only when we walk in peace and love on this earth will the earth and nature respond peacefully to us. As we saw, so shall we reap. That's what is said in the Bible. Only when we are compassionate and vegan, meaning we don't harm any other creature, can we be protected from harm. If we protect others, we will be protected. And as more of us become vegan, the spiritual consciousness of humankind can be elevated higher. The doors of communicating with the other beings of nature might be open at that time as you would like. But first, let's continue striving to touch people's hearts and minds to change to a vegan lifestyle and to love the precious animals and our respected planet. Then the changes in our world could happen in more surprising speed than you think. Muchas gracias, Señor Torres Valares. God bless you for being a vegan.
5: Thank you so much, Supreme Master Ching Hai, for your profound answer. And thank you, Mr. Alberto Torres, for your thought-provoking question.
0: I'd like to thank you, our distinguished speakers and guests, for your very important questions concerning this urgent issue. Our most profound appreciation, Supreme Master Ching Hai, for your illuminating responses during the question and answer period. Everyone's collaboration is so important in this urgent time. We can reverse global warming and save the planet by adopting a vegan diet. We pray that every heart and every soul on this planet awakens to Earthlings' collective noble mission. And together, we can move forward into a glorious and bright future.
5: before closing the conference Supreme Master Ching Hai would you like to share a concluding remark with us I'd be honored to
2: I love your audience, such a patient, peaceful people in such a hard congregation (laughs) and still sitting patiently, you know, interesting, because they love their children, they love their planet. So I'd be glad to share my uh, final thoughts with people for today. And I have to say that I'm reluctant to leave you such beautiful audience and wonderful people señoras y señores ladies and gentlemen i thank you once again for the opportunity to be with you today my appreciation goes to all the respective government officials esteemed speakers the good media and distinguished guests A special thanks as well to the conference organizers. They must have been working very hard for many weeks. As the December Summit on Climate Change in Copenhagen quickly approaches, many of the world's citizens are praying for action. Please pray with us more fervently than ever before. So that the leaders of the world will choose the correct action, including and foremost the vegan lifestyle to save our planet. And I have seen that your country's president, His Excellency Philip Calderon, and honorable magistrates, the mayors of different cities, representing the dedicated governments of Mexico, are striving to receive the best information for the wisest actions. I lord these heartening signs and wish that the time today can serve as another step in your confident strides forward to do what is right for your country and the world. The most important is to please choose to be vegan. The vegan diet is not an option anymore. It is a must. It is an obligation if we want to save our only planet. Vegan is also not a lower priority or even a secondary priority task. It is the first task, that is, if we want to save our children. And we cannot do it. I promise you, as one, so honored to have your trust, that vegan first, then all else will have time to develop. Like time and protection, these we will have. We will have more incredible inventions to beautify and upgrade our planet in the future if we all became vegan and save our planet. Because the compassionate energy will generate much more incredible miracles and intelligence than we could imagine. And if you believe in miracles, we will also definitely have the miracle of a compassionate, heavenly like vegan world. Tell me that we can do it. Tell me that we can be vegan. We can do it. it. Yes? See? please yes, please See
0: glasses. Thank you so much, Supreme Master Ching Hai. From all of us, we respectfully wish you the greatest of health as you continue your noble work to uplift our earth and all co-inhabitants. You are as beautiful inside as you are outside. From today's event, it is clear that we can still save the planet. And it's not only rescuing our beautiful home, but moving into an age of peace and enlightenment where all lives are valued, where each being is accorded freedom and dignity.
5: We can have a truly golden era that we have only dreamed of heaven on earth. The way to reach it? Simply by adopting the compassionate, earth-saving, and healthful vegan diet. At this point, let us to resolve to be veg, go green, to save the planet.
0: Shall we say that together? Ready? Be Be veg,
5: go green! Save and the
0: life! life. Ahora, ahora vamos a decir esto en español.
5: Sé vegano, sé ecológico, salva el planeta.
0: Otra vez. Sé vegano, sé, vegano. sé ecológico,
5: salva el planeta.
2: Muchas gracias. God bless you all. God bless Mexico. Muchas gracias a todos.
5: Thank you, Master.
6: Thank you, you, Master. Thank you so much.
5: We extend our most sincere gratitude to the Honorable Mr. Alonso Dominguez Ferraez, the city of Orizaba, and the state of Veracruz for co-hosting this meaningful conference.
0: And we'd like to thank you, all the participants, for contributing your love and full support to our joint efforts to protect and preserve our planet. May each individual throughout the entire world be blessed and adopt a resource-saving, earth-saving, and life-saving vegan diet.
5: Esteemed guest. Please join us in celebrating the beauty of our planet through our wonderful green performances a tribute to Mother Earth. Please enjoy.
0: Our first performance will be presented by Mr. Enrique Chavez Marquez. Mr. Chavez Marquez is a celebrated musician here in the state of Veracruz, who has dedicated his musical talent and inspiration to protecting our earthly home. Through his music, he invokes people's compassion.
5: Please welcome, with a warm applause, Mr. Enrique Chavez Marquez, who will present two wonderful songs that he composed entitled Save the Planet and Save the Environment.
3: Buenas noches, Orizaba. Buenas noches, Veracruz, México. Buenas noches, El Mundo. Pero se escucha. Quiero decirle a mi gente, cuidemos el medio ambiente, no seamos tan inconscientes en nuestra forma de actuar. Los ríos están secando, el aire contaminando, los glaciales deshielando. Esto debemos parar, no desperdicies el agua, ahorra para mañana. Recuerda que nuestros niños La van a necesitar cuando vayas en la calle, no tires tu basurita, llévatela a tu casita y ponla en su lugar. Ya basta, ya basta, ya no tires más el agua, ya basta, ya basta, el bosque no tales más. Ya basta, ya basta, no tires más la basura. Ya basta, ya basta, el mundo hay que salvar. Es triste ver los arroyos que un día fueron cristalinos, donde el abuelo de niño solía irse a bañar. Hoy están contaminados de basuras y aguas negras. Ya no existen pececitos, destruyeron su hábitat. ¿Y qué me dices del bosque con la tala inmoderada? Nuestra fuente de aire puro un día puede acabar. Y nuestra fauna silvestre ya va desapareciendo. Y dime qué estás haciendo para cuidar tu hábitat. Ya basta, ya basta, ya no olvides más el agua. Ya basta, ya basta, el bosque no tales más. Ya basta, ya basta, no tires más la basura. Ya basta, ya basta, el mundo hay que salvar.
0: Gracias. Thank
3: you for that song. Thank you. Gracias,
0: gracias.
5: We'll perform the next song, "Save the Environment."
3: maestro Shanghai. Esta canción fue inspirada en sus palabras, en esa forma de ver la vida y de ver este problema del mundo. El planeta se está muriendo. Y dime, ¿qué estás haciendo para poderlo salvar? Páimete vegetariano, ecológico y humano, hazlo por la humanidad. Si te vuelves generoso, comprensivo y piadoso, sé que podemos cambiar. A este planeta nuestro, que se encuentra muy enfermo, lo tenemos que aliviar. Que se escuche en la radio, que se lea en la prensa, este canto S.O.S. es para nuestro planeta. Que escuchen los africanos, que escuchen los australianos, asiáticos y europeos, también los americanos, vuélvete. Vegetariano, ecológico y humano Vuelvete vegetariano, hazlo por la humanidad Vuelvete vegetariano, ecológico y humano Vuelvete vegetariano, el planeta hay que salvar ¡Vuélvete vegetariano, ecológico y humano! ¡Vuélvete vegetariano, hazlo por la humanidad! ¡Vuélvete vegetariano, ecológico y humano! ¡Vuélvete vegetariano, el planeta hay que salvar! SOS, SOS, el planeta hay que salvar. SOS, SOS, el planeta hay que salvar. SOS SOS el planeta hay que salvar Gracias
0: Those were wonderfully inspiring songs. Thank you so much, Mr. Enrique Chávez Márquez. May your music and lyrics continue to touch people's hearts.
5: Now, for the second part of our concert, the dance group Olin ki meaning Movement of the Rain, in Nahuatl, will perform the pre-Hispanic Danza de los Concheros.
0: This is incredibly rich in symbolism. The dance, originally in seven movements, has its roots in a divine apparition in Mexico in 1531 both the indigenous and the European cultures were blessed and inspired from this event. And this dance reflects input from Mexico's rich heritage.
5: The sacred dance begins with greeting to the four direction of the wind and the six universal directions, all of which allows the dancer to enter into the rhythm of the planet and universe.
0: Tapping feet call out to Mother Earth, while extended arms reach out to the cosmos. Each gesture is meant to heal, harmonize, and create well-being and abundance, culminating in a release of spirit to the divine. The mystical dance expresses a wonderful love of Mother Earth and all who inhabit it. Please let us extend a warm welcome and applause to the dancers, Olin Chiaquidl.
5: It was really unique and heartful. We are sure the audience will agree to our precious Mother Earth is to be treated with our respect and deepest love and care. Thank you so much, all the performance of the Olinki Awatl for this fantastic dance performance.
0: Yes. This brings our conference to a close. Our deep thankfulness for the wonderfully supportive energy of all participants. Your determination to do whatever is necessary to save this planet will make it happen. To our
5: global audience, your openness to hear the facts and come to your own conclusion, how we can rescue our beloved planet. It's the green race against the time. It's much appreciated.
0: A special profound gratitude to Supreme Master Ching Hai, who is a constant guiding source of wisdom, benevolence, and encouragement that humanity can understand? Indeed, that each individual on earth must understand that the organic vegan diet is the only solution to the dire situation which we face now. Be, Be veg, veg. Go, go green, and,
5: and save the, the planet. planet.
0: Please, please spread this message to every corner of the globe, all across the planet. Be Be veg, veg, go go green, and and save save the the planet. planet!
8: Me siento muy satisfecho Muy encantado de haber participado En esta conferencia En este estado de Veracruz En Orizaba precisamente eh, La canción que interpreté eh, Salvemos al planeta Pues fue precisamente inspirada En las palabras de la maestra Hai Y sus palabras Las transmití en esa canción este, Creo que es su pensamiento De ella Yo solamente me dejé guiar Por ese, por ese mensaje ...divino de la maestra Xinhai... ...es una oportunidad que me da la vida... ...para mandarle este mensaje a la humanidad... ...de verdad es tan terrible... ...lo que hemos hecho con nuestro planeta... ...pero como dice la maestra... ...si actuamos rápidamente... ...el planeta se puede salvar... ...estoy preocupado también... ...sobre todo por nuestros hijos... ...yo quiero dejarles el mundo bonito... ...y creo que si nosotros nos unimos... Y bueno, como dice la maestra, que se escuche en la radio y que se lea en la prensa, hay que mandar el mensaje a todos los continentes, a cada ser humano que habita, para que nos ayude, y yo siento que lo vamos a lograr.
7: ¿Qué le ha parecido la conferencia?
4: Excelente, la verdad debíamos de hacer conciencia para todos y es muy importante hacer conciencia igual para los alumnos, hacerles conciencia a la gente, a tu familia, a tus seres queridos. Y si empezamos por nuestros alumnos, estos los llevarán el mensaje a su casa, llamarán el mensaje a todo mundo, pues podemos decir a todos los rincones que se pueda, ¿no?
9: ¿Qué opina de cambiar su alimentación a una dieta vegetariana?
4: excelente, no me gusta la carne no me gusta la carne no, no a los vegetales que es una excelente persona que es una persona que ha tomado conciencia de todo esto y que gracias a ella tomemos conciencia a todos los seres humanos más que nada que Dios le bendiga en donde quiera que se encuentre y que el mensaje que lleve lo lleve de todo corazón a todos los seres sea usted ecologista sea vegetariano y salva al país
9: Que sigamos este buen ejemplo de la Maestra Suprema Ching Hai para volvernos vegetarianos ecológicamente y salvar al planeta.
10: Es ya la tercera vez que tengo la oportunidad de estar presente, ya lo estuve el 5 o 6 de marzo y en un evento que tuvimos en Veracruz que me tocó coordinar que fue la Expo Ambiente 2009. Y este, bueno, la verdad es que inmediatamente podemos sentir el gran espíritu y la gran preocupación de la maestra Ching Hai eh, por cuidar y proteger el medio ambiente. Sus palabras nos contagian, nos motivan eh, y nos transmiten una paz que nos permite eh, pues tener la conciencia de tomar decisiones positivas en favor del medio ambiente. no Esto es un problema que cada uno de los más de 6 mil millones de habitantes que estamos en este planeta pues tenemos que que tomar como propio, convertirnos en agentes de cambio e inmediatamente tratar de modificar nuestros hábitos de vida para poder impactar de manera positiva y sobre todo pensando en las generaciones futuras. Fue un gusto enorme haberla escuchado. Es la tercera vez que me toca ya y la verdad es que me quedo... eh, impregnado de de conocimientos, de paz, de humanidad eh, y sobre todo concientizado. Entonces pues agradecerle mucho por ese mensaje, por esa responsabilidad tan impresionante que se ha echado encima de una manera propia de de andar por el mundo con con ese mensaje trascendente. Tarde o temprano vamos a, a poder modificar esos hábitos todos y vamos a tener un impacto más positivo en este planeta.
1: que es una conferencia que me ha movido mucho, tantas cosas que desconocemos, eh, tantas cosas con respecto a nuestra tierra, pues al lugar donde vivimos, eh, que hacemos tantas cosas en la vida diaria afectándola a la madre tierra, que yo siento que como seres humanos pues cobramos un poco de conciencia al escuchar toda esta información tan importante, ...que nos han otorgado... ...que yo siento que es algo muy preciado... ...y que no nada más debe quedar... ...en en nosotros por este momento... ...sino poderla transmitir... ...poder invitar a la gente a que participe... ...en este programa tan importante... ...que ustedes llevan a cabo en todo el mundo... ...transmitimos información... ...a través de preservar... ...los recursos ecológicos... ...de evitar la tala... ...pero algo muy importante que debemos concientizar... eh, ...yo creo que es... ...el evitar el consumo de carne... Debemos hacer algo por salvar al planeta. Maestra, yo quisiera decirle que la labor que usted hace es una labor increíble. Es una labor muy grande que de veras que Dios le dé fuerza para seguir adelante y que ojalá podamos salvar a nuestro planeta. Sé ecológico, sé vegetariano, salva a nuestro planeta.
10: Después de escuchar esta interesante conferencia nos abre un panorama muy especial para los que son emprendedores y microempresarios hay que regresar a tomar de la tierra lo que tenemos la oportunidad de nutrirnos interesantemente pero también con una mentalidad de ver un futuro más próximo va a ser una enorme oportunidad para ayudarnos nosotros también a ese cambio al cambio que es necesario y sobre todo a mejorar en salud a mejorar mentalmente, a ver una vida más próspera y llevarle ese mensaje a nuestros hijos. El deseo, maestras, nuestro cariño, nuestro agradecimiento y a ustedes por esta noble labor y el cambio. Y vamos hacia ese cambio y salvemos el planeta.
9: El mensaje me parece muy importante para todos a nivel mundial. Es un mensaje muy claro tanto para adultos como para jóvenes. Es una conferencia muy didáctica, muy instructiva para salvar al planeta, sobre todo para volvernos más más sanos en, en cuerpo y en mente. ¿Estarías dispuesta a cambiar a una dieta vegetariana? Ese es mi propósito de ser vegetariana, de ser ecológica y de salvar al planeta. Para todo el planeta lo que nos convendría ya es ser vegetarianos, Dejar que los animales vivan libremente y nosotros comer lo que Dios nos da a la naturaleza, los vegetales, la ecología, cuidar más el agua, el medio ambiente y cuidar nuestro planeta.
1: Usted como ciudadana del mundo, ¿qué aconsejaría eh, hacer a todos los ciudadanos del mundo? Bueno pues a mi me gustaría que todos este se concientizaran de que realmente éste es un grave problema que se está presentando mundialmente, ¿no? que no nada más es es algo como dice la la maestra es algo abstracto, sino es algo que se está viviendo y nosotros nos hemos dado cuenta por los cambios que se han venido actualmente en cuanto al clima no, muchos cambios, muchos desastres que han este se han afectado a nuestra humanidad. Porque eso, como dice ella, no es una solución de los gobernantes, sino de todos los que habitamos este planeta, ¿no? Y de nosotros depende la solución, que nosotros pongamos nuestro granito de arena. Sé vegetariano, sé ecológico, salva al planeta.
11: In light of a plethora of scientific evidence stressing the grave state of our planet caused by climate change and the urgent need for immediate action, Supreme Master Ching Hai affirms the important message she has been delivering for over the past two decades. We must be vegetarian, meaning an animal-free diet, and we must practice sustainable living.
2: If you can uh, tell people to be vegetarian, that's the best thing you can do for them and for the planet. Even if we can keep all the airplanes, we can keep all the cars, we can keep all the, the thing now because CO2 is not as bad as the conscience uh, sickness and not as bad as spending so much water on animal raising and uh, wasting land and deforestation and transportation.
11: The significance of a vegetarian diet, one that is animal-free, is further supported by a 2006 UN report, Livestock's Long Shadow, which states that raising animals for livestock generates more carbon emissions than all of the world's transport combined. Furthermore, in late 2009, the World Watch Institute published a new study called Livestock and Climate Change, which revealed that livestock and their byproducts account for at least 51% of the annual worldwide greenhouse gas emissions. In fact, farm animals also release other noxious gases including methane, a gas that is 72 times more potent a greenhouse gas than carbon dioxide over a 20-year period. After over 20 years of sharing her knowledge on how to live a balanced life while pursuing a spiritual path, Supreme Master Ching Hai continues to dedicate her time and effort to uplift and enhance the life of all beings. Motivated by her unconditional love and overflowing compassion for our planet and its co-inhabitants, humans and animals alike, Supreme Master Ching Hai selflessly accepts invitations to share her insights and wisdom on the topic of global warming and climate change, such as at gatherings with our association members, symposiums, interviews, video messages, or via live video conferences and the like. Today we present to you Supreme Master Qinghai's video message to the Association of Mexican Magistrates Pro-Environment Justice, on October 29, 2009, in Mexico City, Mexico.
2: Greetings, honorable magistrates, esteemed churches, Respected Assistants, Noble Ladies and Gentlemen, I'm deeply honored and humbled by the invitation to participate in this special occasion, inaugurating your new program, the Diploma Participation in Environmental Rights. As a fellow concerned citizen of this world, I offer my congratulations to and gratitude for this sincere endeavor that demonstrates your high degree of care and dedication to the environment and our world. May it strengthen your ability to carry out what is most just for all beings on this planet. Today, I am very honored to offer my humble contribution toward your wise rulings by sharing some of the newest scientific evidence about climate change and its most urgent cause. A. Climate effects and threats We have signs of imminent crisis are evident in all corners of the world. First, storms have nearly doubled in intensity over the past five years, as we can see in Mexico, on region hurricanes and floods, which uh, left damage, trauma, and grieving families. Meanwhile, sea levels are rising, and at a faster pace, with at least 18 island nations that have completely disappeared and many more coastal areas continually threaten. Once towering glaciers are receding so fast that over two billion people are already short of water and food. Many more suffer shortage as tens of thousands of rivers and waters are gone or drying. Mexico herself is currently undergoing the worst drought in nearly 70 years, with 300,000 fellow human beings now dying each year due to climate change. More than 20 million have been displaced as climate refugees. Scientists also worry about the billions of tons of methane sitting beneath the now melting Arctic permafrost and the ever warming oceans. Just a fraction of Released from either one could trigger mass extinctions. B. The cause. What causes these damaging changes? It's not cars, ships, or planes, it is not coal plants and it's not even all the smoke-spewing industries in our world. The number one cause of global warming is livestock. Recent research tells us that livestock raising is responsible for more than 50% of the world's greenhouse gas emissions. Livestock is the single largest source of human-generated methane, a greenhouse gas that traps at least 72 times more heat than CO2, as measured over a 20-year period. The good news about this heat-trapping methane is this gas is also more short-lived than CO2 and disappears very quickly by comparison. CO2, carbon dioxide, stays in the atmosphere for thousands of years while the lifetime of methane in the atmosphere is only about 12 years. In other words, methane does much more damage in the short run, but if we stop it, we will be able to reverse the trend of global warming very fast. Therefore, to rapidly halt global warming, to halt the emission of methane, we must stop its number one source, that is, Livestock Breeding C. Livestock Now we talk about livestock. Livestock raising is responsible for countless adverse environmental effects, each of which further aggravates global warming. According to the United Nations and other studies, livestock raising is known to cause the following devastating effects. One, deforestation. Livestock raising is the single largest human use of land and the main reason for deforestation. Since 1970, Livestock production has been responsible for 90% of the Amazon deforestation to clear land for pasture and grow animal feed crop. A rainforest area the size of a football field is destroyed every second to produce just 250 hamburgers. Scientists warn that if we continue on this damaging path, the earth's forests will soon stop absorbing greenhouse gases and instead will start to release huge quantities of carbon dioxide, CO2. Moreover, deforestation for livestock activities also produces black carbon. Black carbon is a greenhouse particle that is 600 80 times as heat-trapping as CO2 and causes the ice sheets and glaciers around the world to melt even faster. Up to 40% of black carbon emissions come from burning forests for livestock. 2. Soil erosion and desertification Over 50% of the world's Soil erosion is caused by livestock, which along with deforestation leads to desertification. Three, biodiversity loss. Livestock is the leading cause of animal and plant extinction due to land degradation and other habitat destroying effects. The livestock industry is killing off our beautiful wildlife including Mexico's own. 4. Deadly Pollution Of all sectors, the meat industry is the biggest source of water pollution. Excessive and unregulated animal waste, chemical fertilizers, pesticide, antibiotics, and other livestock-related contaminants choke our waterways and create oceanic dead zones such as the massive one in the Gulf of Mexico 5 disease over 65% of human infectious disease is known to be transmitted from animals the filthy and inhumane conditions of factory farming harbor lethal bacteria and viruses such as avian and swine flu, which we all know is a pandemic continuing its global deadly toll. 6. Food waste. Livestock uses up. Twelve times the amount of grain as the same amount of vegetable protein. About 730 million tons of the world's grain harvest are used to produce animal protein. This could feed all the hungry people numbering one billion in the world and many times over. Seven Water waste. It takes over 1,200 gallons of water to grow one serving of beef, but only 98 gallons of water for one complete nutritional-balanced vegan meal. While 1.1 billion people lack access to safe drinking water, we waste 3.8 trillion tons of precious clean water each year for livestock production. 8. Energy and resource waste Animal products require eight times as much fossil fuel energy to be produced compared to vegetable products. A study found that meat and dairy production in Mexico use the most agricultural supplies and resources in the country and this is reflected elsewhere around the world as well all the evidence speaks so loud and clear if these resources land, water and grain were turned instead toward the direct support of human life instead of livestock, what a different world we would have respected climate scientists, including Dr. James Hansen of NASA, Dr. Carlos Nobre of Brazil's National Institute for Space Research, and Dr. Rajendra Pachori, head of the UN Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change, IPCC, all have stated that reducing meat consumption or becoming vegetarian would be an effective solution to global warming. That is, we have to live an animal-free lifestyle, a compassionate lifestyle. Now, I will present just some of the many benefits of a vegan organic diet. D. We have veg benefits. First, the land for grazing and feed growing could become forests that help reduce global warming. In addition, if all tillable land were turned into organic vegetable farmland, not only would people be fully fed, but up to 40% of all the greenhouse gases in the atmosphere could be absorbed. This is in addition to the elimination of over 50% of emissions caused by livestock raising. Therefore, in sum... We eliminate most of the human-made greenhouse gases by simply adopting the animal-free, the vegan organic lifestyle. This also leads to considerable financial saving for world governments. It has been calculated that by shifting to a vegan diet, the world's governments would save 32 trillion U.S. dollars by 2050, or A full 80% of total climate mitigation costs. Finally, of course, there are the excellent health benefits of the vegan diet, which has been shown to prevent cancer significantly. It prevents and reverses heart disease and diabetes. It boosts the immune system, extends longevity, and preserves the health. Intelligence and calmness of the adults and children alike. In closing, honorable sirs and madams, the great country of Mexico has always looked toward advancement in her environmental actions, and are planning to be at the forefront to combat climate change and protect the world. The Mexican Constitution even states that all persons have the right to an environment appropriate for their development and well-being. Bravo. At this most urgent time for the planet, I beseech your honorable graces to please help your country and our world spare lives from the impending global warming calamity. If you don't, there will be too massive a catastrophe, too immense a suffering upon people, families, the children, that our conscience might never be able to bear it. I can only honor you with the truth When I say that we must become vegan to save our planet, we cannot wait for the sustainable energy and green technology to be available and used by everyone. It would be too late. I call upon the courage of all council present with the authority and power vested in you. May you lead your co-citizens toward the noble, virtuous, life-saving and planet-sustaining path. Thank you for your attention. God bless you all. God bless us all. God bless Mexico. Muchas gracias.